The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. Now, Charles, in recent weeks... We've been accused of saying we're going to have an upbeat, positive episode. Yes. Uh, with good news, and then there's always been a sting in the tail, and things have actually been utterly terrible. Uh, shall we not go through that charade this time? Yes, let's not go through that charade at all. Let's just say this is going to be a horrible episode. It's going to be horrible, depressing, yes. but uh, realistic. Yes. Um, and if you are wondering whether climate change is real and it's going to have a dramatic effect, if you are one of the very few people... Uh, who don't think that it is, well, we can't change your mind because you're clearly an idiot. But the facts that Giles is about to reveal to you, yeah, not yeah. good. Yeah. Not good. I yeah. mean, probably shouldn't have had the children I had in the past five years. No. Um, probably going to suggest that they don't. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, well, they won't be able to. Don't worry about ma- that. Maybe there's a way out. Let's find out, shall we? Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Okay, you know bell curve. You're going to start with that. Yes, I know bell curves, Charles. Yeah. So the way the shape of the bell curve, where it goes up and the, mm. the majority of everything basically in the 80% yeah, middle. Clustered in the middle. Clustered We're in almost the middle. all middling. The way those edges are described yep. is they're sigmas, right? So essentially, as you get further and further away from the middle, mm. that next section, which gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller, uh, is each section is called a sigma, right? Yes, and each sigma is rarer and more improbable, right? Yes, and it gets very, very small very, very quickly because it's asymptotic, right? So it literally, you know, if you're if it's a four sigma event, it, it, like say you've got a, just a normal climate pattern, yep, climate change hasn't happened yet, you just, you know, normal pattern, a fourth sigma event would be on the very edge of the bell curve and you're talking about something that would happen, say, once every 100 million years. So very unlikely. Very, extremely unlikely to ever happen in your lifetime. Right? So just recently, uh, like literally this week, the Antarctic, so it's the dead of winter in the Antarctic now. It's, it's, yeah. There is no sunlight down there, right? You'd think it'd be a little bit chilly. You would think that it'd be quite cold, yeah. yeah. This is the time when, basically, if you're a scientist in Antarctica, you basically hunker down for months on end. You can't go outside. Yes. Really, it's just hell. Right. Hell on earth. So, somewhat balmy conditions down in Antarctica this winter, uh, to the extent that uh, it's so warm that instead, usually what happens uh, at this time of year is all the ice that's melted, or much of the ice that's melted during the summer mm. and dropped into the ocean, then gets reformed. And there's, there's a whole... It, so, Antarctica actually grows in size each winter yeah. to make up for the fact that it's shrunk in summer with all the melting of the ice. This winter, dead of winter, this week, the the there's been just these incredible images of ice in the dark falling off the cliffs in Antarctica mm. into the ocean. So essentially, Antarctica is melting in the dead of winter. So not only is it not refreezing, at this point it's supposed to be adding to the landmass of Antarctica. Yes. What's actually happening is that even though it is the middle of winter, yes. bits of it are falling off. 
That doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good. Not only does it not sound good, it is something that had not even occurred to any climate scientist in the world Mm. until this week. It had never occurred to them that Antarctica at this stage would would actually start melting in the dead of winter right like it, it was just like that it was just so inconceivable and I'll tell you it, it is considered a 6.4 Sigma event right which okay so remember the bell curve you know once every 100 million years is like a four sigma a 6.4 Sigma event is an event that would happen during the normal course if climate change wasn't it would normal it would happen once every 13 billion years. So essentially, it would be once in the history of the universe. Oh, Charles, we are so lucky to be yeah. alive to see <laughs> this. I know, I know. I would have thought yeah. one in six yeah. billion. I know. And we thought this was going to be a depressing episode, but, you know, it's really uplifting. And to that's know. not all. I mean, I don't generally associate Antarctica, which mm. I've never been. I'd love to visit. I don't think of it as T-shirt weather, but it, uh, clearly it's yeah. – it, if you want to go and see well, the penguins and the seals yes. well, before they die out, mm. this is the time. Well, don't, I think – Don't pack any you know cold gear. You won't need it. Well, I, I, apparently the Antarctica Tourist Board have just hired uh, the head of the Hawaiian Tourist Board. Yeah. Uh, cause Best it's similar- beaches you can get. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. And new, untouched That's beaches. That's right. Yeah. But, no, no, but the thing is, uh, Dom, that – what is also fascinating about this event is that climate change is happening, right? Yeah. And as a result, those bell curve predictions have all changed, right? So what was previously a 6.4 sigma event 30 years ago might have been like 13 billion, you know, once every 13 billion years. Yeah, yeah. Now a 6.4 sigma event is actually considered a one in 7.5 million year event. Which just shows you oh. how how much more weird our weather is becoming. So so essentially what people have been saying this week is that, you know, like there's actually, you know, a way in which the sort of events that we think of as reportable on the news because, you know, it's things like, you know, the hailstorm. So there was, I think it was something like 40 days of above 40 degree heat in Italy or something. Some extraordinary, you know, in the last month. And then there was those hailstorms where there were literally tennis ball sized hailstones raining down and creating these floods of ice going through the hot streets of Italy um, in, in, you know, in Southern Italy uh, this week. Those sorts of events, you know, up until now have been sort of notable, right? They're, they're the things that make the news bulletin. And what is going to happen, this is what the um, the guy who wrote The Uninhabitable Earth is saying, is those events are going to be what we know as weather. Like, so, it's, so it's not going to be once in 7.5 million years. No. It'll just be like it's, Tuesday. It's like Tuesday. Oh, yeah, there was hailstorms that took it. And, and there's fascinating things. Like, so... Nobody understands how tornadoes relate to climate, right? Like, there's actually no uh, scientific theory that makes you go, well, climate change will do this to tornadoes or make them more common here or whatever. But the empirical evidence is that in America, tornadoes are now 500 miles further north than they have ever been before, right? So, oh, right, so there's going to be tornadoes in New York City. In, in the last 10 years, they've just slowly crept up 
further and further north. Yeah, exactly. Um, so instead of it just being Kansas mm. City, it's like it'll be Chicago, um, where the windy city Well, I mean, in in Greece, I don't really saw the news, but. Uh, They've just had to evacuate 19,000 people from the island of Rhodes because there's just fires everywhere. It's essentially the summer we had a couple well, that's, of years ago. I think that's Wednesday, isn't it? Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's Wednesday. So yeah. They've had to um, – it's the biggest evacuation from a blaze in the history of Greece. They've had to bring in all these special mm. rapid deployment teams. It's yes. a disaster. And, and most notably, I don't know whether you saw this week, it rained in England. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, yeah. That, was, that was quite good. It was not big a one fan, in one seven. Big, one, big seven fan of that news. Yeah. Um, Yes, I mean, the, the, the bottom line is we might just need to update our, our predictions. For, for instance, I mean, if you're anywhere near the, the water, I mean, people talk about islands in the South Pacific getting uh, wiped out, Micronesia and so on. Maybe some bigger targets are going to go down. I'd, I wouldn't want to live in London yeah. right now, for instance. I think it's going to be... <laughs> well, no, but... Uh, no, that's an unrelated. You wouldn't. Yeah, unrelated. <laughs> hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Chaser Report. News a few days after it happens. No, it, it's absolutely terrible. And the thing that um, – the article that I read about this said that they can't work out whether the, the melting is being caused by um, the sea being hot or the air being hot or the dos, both of them being ridiculous. So, And this is obviously – it's worth noting the way that climate change works. Um, it takes a long time between the, the release of the carbon emissions and the effects on the weather. Mm. So where this is the first phase, it's going to get worse. No matter what we do, even if we today, as a world, decided let's stop, there's a lot more of this baked in already in terms of what we've already admitted, right? Well, this is why, Dom, I think this is a good news podcast. This is a happy podcast. And this is my theory is that it's so catastrophically shit and doomed and definitely going to get better that we sort of don't have to worry anymore. Like It puts things in perspective. Yeah, like, you know, you zoom out and you look at that bell curve and you go and it's you know that it's just definitely going to get worse. You know, let's stop sweating the small stuff. That's very true. I mean, yesterday, on yesterday's podcast, we, we fell into the trap, Charles, of worrying about, you know, um, allegations that Peter Dutton was aware of, cor- of corruption and didn't do anything about it. Yes. He talked about Elon Musk's social network. But when you when you realise that they will soon be engulfed into a, uh, a fiery pit along with the rest of us, mm. who cares? Who cares what the final social network that we yeah. post messages about our in, you know, impending engulfment? Mm. Uh, Sydney Theatre Company's just released um, On the Beach, which is a, a play based on the Neville Shute um, novel about the end of the world. And basically the plot is there's a, a nuclear holocaust in the Northern Hemisphere. It takes a while for the radiation to make to the south. They think for a while they'll survive. They don't. Mm. Uh, they all die. And, oh, they, spoiler alert. And, and so it's about what happens in the months when they know it's inevitably coming. So my, my, mum, now, my mum saw that play. She said it was the most grinding play in the world. Uh, it's basically we're all on the beach. We're all in that grinding yeah. play now. Yeah. Look, it's Tommy Murphy who we oh, Tommy from Murphy. a long time Lovely. ago, so I'm sure it's wonderfully done. Yeah. Very good reviews it got, Charles, but yes. it's not an upbeat play, but it's the play of our, for our times. We are all potentially in that scenario, unless 
we roll with it unless we start yes. getting fireproof you, gear unless we start learning how to live in a volcano. We can't control that the world is going to get hotter, but we can create control our reaction to it. We've got to learn a bit from psychology here. Yeah. You know, like we can't control that we're all going to be engulfed in water mm. and our children and our grandchildren are going to die in, in misery and famine and poverty. No. And, and well, we, pro- just potentially. Correction, we could have controlled it for about 50 years. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we, we chose yeah. not to. Well, and also we probably can control it now, you know, and ah, mitigate. We're not going to. But we're not going to. No, we're not going to. But what we can control is our reaction to it. Like, should I be happy or sad about that? Yeah. And I think the, the answer is ha- happy. Happy. Because why not? Yeah. I would, I'll give you another example. Charles, we know that due to the actions of, let's be very clear, overwhelmingly very wealthy developed nations, mm. some of the world's smallest and most vulnerable countries, our neighbours, mm. our neighbours and, dare I say, friends in the South Pacific, are going to have a horrible fate, not of their own causing. Their islands are going to go under, right? Yes. So one thing we could do yes. would be if we were in Australia with a lot of space, we could let them in. We could just say, look, we're mm. going to have a climate refugee program. If your um, home is about to be, you know, underwater, we don't mind. Come yes. and just relocate we, here. We are good neighbours, as we, your neighbour would we, do. We if, could do that. Yes. We're not going to because no. they're not white. No. But were they white? Yes. Were they white? We might do that. Yes. We might do that. And, and really that's on them for not being white. I mean, some might say uh, there are some more complexities to that, but but I'm very happy for you just to leave it at that. So, all right, the the bottom line is um, it's all about attitude. I choose to be upbeat uh, because I like hot weather. I do. Mm. I, I once went to visit Charles in Japan. I went to visit the Hakone region, which is there's an amazing place where you can go and there's like pits of uh, bubbling mud, oh, volcanic yeah. mud, and you can cook eggs in them oh, wow. and they come out black and they're delicious. Mm. That's going to be all we can eat yes. pretty soon. Yes. But it was really enjoyable. It's a tourist attraction. We'll be bathing in, in, in mud pits. It's the only option we'll have <laughs> until they become too hot for yeah. humans to survive yeah. and then we all die in a fiery pit. Well, my one takeaway uh, from this whole thing, and look – you can accuse me of being a little mercurial in, in this takeaway, is that I hear that there's opening up some really interesting uh, sort of water view land in Antarctica um, that's likely to become very, very amenable, even in winter months. Yeah, I wouldn't build a development on it. I think it'll <laughs> probably end up in the water. Well, no, but I'm just saying, like... You know, get in quick. Like, I mean, essentially, there must be underneath all that ice. There must be some land, or is it just ice? It's just ice. Oh, there's probably some rocks somewhere. Yeah. So, I'm, what I'm saying is, I don't think that would be very expensive. No, it would be expensive. But so if you can build, get in now and then ride the boom and get sensible about it. What you need to do is build your house, your new Antarctican house, mm. out of the. The carbon fibre submersibles, so that when it inevitably hives off, and, and I think they call it carving, don't they? When an iceberg splits into smaller icebergs, and you just your house goes underwater, you'll be okay until you sink to the bottom of the ocean, then you won't because it will implode. But but there's a there's a window of hope there, and that's we're focusing on hope. Yes, yes. But also, Charles, we're old. We've had. A good life. We, you know, we're in our mid forties. We've had yes decades of not worrying about this. We've been part of the problem. Mm. We've occasionally we've whined about it and written written scathing satirical articles bemoaning the lack of progress. We haven't done the thing. We've just whinged about it. Mm. We've had a good run. Yeah. You know, we, we time to hand over the baton to our fourteen-year-old children. That's right. I mean, yeah. look, look, look at it's, Greta Thunberg. It's now, it's now their job. Greta Thunberg, who got was protesting and got dragged away by the police today. 
because they they'd previously told her to um, you know comply with police orders. Mm. She's upset about this whole climate thing, so she came back and protested anyway, and they dragged her away. That's what you want to do. Just, mm. just, just move them away. Move them away. Yes. So you don't have to out of sight, out of mind. We've got to, to we've got to enjoy it. Like this is the whole problem. Greta is looking at the climate crisis, and the way she's responding is by getting angry and upset mm. and all these negative emotions. Oh, a terrible trap. She wants us to yes. do more. And whereas if she just realise that she's in control of how she reacts to this. 100%. And if she, you know, decided to be happy. Own, own your vibe, Greta. Yes. Own your vibe. I mean, look, um, maybe she should come to Sydney. Mm. And she doesn't travel by plane because of self-righteous reasons, but mm. she can come by boat. It'll take a yeah. very long time. She can travel across the oceans by self-righteous. She could actually. Powered only by her own She could actually go, you know what, at this point she yeah. could even just, she wouldn't even need an icebreaker to sail via the Antarctic. She'd be fine. <laughs> She'd be completely, it's open sea as far as I know. Yeah. Um, she'd come and see on the beach at Sydney Theatre Company. Mm. Sit there and go, this is us. This is where we all are. Mm. I could choose to be miserable about this and spend every moment my waking life heroically battling with my every breath I have left in my body to saying this is wrong, do something about it. Or I could go, oh, well, look, too hard. Let's just have some fun. Greta, where's the fun? Where does Greta Thunberg make time for fun? Yes. Where's the fun? Exactly. Come on. Bit more fun, please. Bit more fun. Maybe if you went drinking yes. with the UN. I can't imagine that scene. <laughs> How dare you not shut around? How dare you? Our gear is from Road. We are part of the Iconoclast Network. And we've just delivered an optimistic. Yes. Go to, go to Apple Podcast. That's worth five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Greta, if you're listening, love a review from Greta Thunberg. Thank you very much. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.